So, can you believe it? It's been seven years. I know. It's so crazy how fast it goes by, but I feel like I, it didn't go by so fast that it's like a blur. Like, I remember so much of it, but it's so crazy that it's already been seven years. Yeah. Remember, uh, I remember the first prayer walk we did. Um, before we launched, we'd be right. doing those prayer walks. Remember that first one when <laughs> yes. I was leaving? Yep. Do, do, what, what did you say to me? I said, Marco, we're pregnant. <laughs> and you told me not to come because it was too distracting because we really weren't planning to have another one. We weren't really expecting it, nope. you know, and there we were. That so you told me. messed me up. Yeah, like, you told me not to come. Who does we're that? We're ready to plant the church and we're pregnant <laughs> with a fourth. I know. Not one, not two, I not three. <laughs> a fourth child. Oh. That was crazy. I know. And that was Carly. Yep. You know, and it's interesting because now she's like the the landmark of the years yeah. that we've been here. Right, yeah. You know, she's, she'll be seven. Yep, in May. Pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are some of your, like, first memories of the church? Um... Well, we would do those assimilation nights on Fridays. We did that once a month, right? Was it once a month yeah. leading up to when we launched in January? And so I remember those and those being special and just kind of kind of getting like a feel for things, like, is this going to work? And, you know, at first it was a lot of people that we kind of already knew that were already involved in churches and things like that. We had a few new faces, but that was my, um, that memory. And then when... Um, when everybody came from our other, from the other campuses, from the New Life community, and came and and officially, we officially launched. Um, yeah. that was a pretty special. That was a really special. Night. It was. I, I still have that that great feel for those about twenty five people. That really was like our core yeah. people that helped to yep. just get us going. Right. And that first service, uh, January fourteenth. 2014. Yeah. I'll never, no, January 19th, 2014. Yeah. I'll never forget it uh, because I remember it was all done and we're like, how many people do we have? Yeah. And it was like 78 people. I'll never forget that number. Yeah. It was like 78 people. We're so excited. We're like, mm-hmm. we're on our way. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and that was a lot. We weren't, I wasn't expecting that many people. I was almost kind of nervous. That's, that Sunday morning, I think, was the first time that I was like, genuinely nervous like people may not show up for this. <laughs> yeah. and I thought and at that point we had already moved um, we bought a house without knowing like that the if the church would be successful or not right. so that was like the first time that I was kind of like oh man like what if nobody shows up like right. what if it's just us and I was pretty nervous but then after that Sunday I don't think I even thought about it again yeah well because right away it felt like God was really in it and we begin to see just amazing stories of yeah. people's lives being yep. being transformed right at this little middle school right. called Keith Middle School. <laughs> yeah. And it was like immediate, mm-hmm. right? The the effects of okay, we're here and the spirit of God is blessing this. Right. And people begin lives begin to change like automatically. Right. 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 And now seven years later. Uh, there's so many stories of redemption and healing and restoration and affirmation and all the things that God does. And right. To celebrate the fact that we have now baptized over 500 people. Which is insane. Yeah. That's an insane amount of people. It's crazy. Because it's not just, like you always say, it's not just those 500 people, those 500 individuals. It's right. 
those 500 lives whose lives have touched so many other people. It's really it's 500 families and 500 experiences, and there's just so there's so much to it. And so we sometimes yeah. like throw numbers around, right. but it's the impact right. of that number. Because every number is a story. Is a, yeah, and it's a person. Right, and every story is a legacy. Yep. And so it's like it's like the domino effect of that is beyond we can ever understand. Oh yeah. You know. What about the uh, the outreaches? Like, I just love the fact that yes. from the start we begin to just serve the city. Yeah, the first thing, Rock the City was the first thing that we yeah. did, right? And um, that was in August. We launched in January, so that was in August, yeah. and that was a huge, huge outreach. That was a pretty, that was actually a pretty gutsy move on our part right. to think like, oh, we're going to do this huge outreach yeah. at Hazelwood Park, and, and we're just a six-month-old church. Thousands of people are going to come. Like, who are we to even think that anybody would show up? It could right. have very well just been the people that were part of our church community at that time. But it reached so many people. Like the amount of people that showed up and that were blessed. We gave bikes away. I think yeah. we gave clothes away. We did food. Um, we had a concert, the word. It was, it was incredible, and it was pretty cool because Hazelwood Park is right on the water. On the water, yeah. So at one point, when you were um, when you were talking about Jesus and you were giving the salvation call, my back was to you, and I was like looking out on the water, and it was like reverberating, and I felt like I had this vision, like, like. Lord, your word never returns void. Mm. Like it just goes out. And you know, there's so many, it's still in a residential area, so there's so many houses around it. And even right. from that, like we don't even know who heard it that day. Right. And what the effects are or were of that one event. But I love, I love the outreaches. Nights of Hope has always been one of my favorites. Nights of Hope, uh, I, I love the fact that we have this relationship with the shelters. Yeah. Um, now, you know, doing prison ministry. Uh, again, all the different outreaches to me was always like something that we, we had talked about from the beginning, just right. being a church mm -hmm. that is extremely involved in the city. Right. And now we have our hands in so many different ways. Right. And then the cool thing to pray for a place that would give us room to have a food pantry. Right. And now the food pantry is here. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's so cool to see how God has been so faithful. And we never wanted the church to ever be about the church people like the people like once you it was almost like like once you got saved it was like okay cool like you're saved now put your hands to the plow like let's work let's make this let's let's reach the city yeah because we never wanted a church that was just about the church people and just about our traditions and our culture and our church culture and this is what we say and this is what we do and this is how we dress like we never were into that it was always like come and die yeah. <laughs> like come get life now die to yourself and let's yeah. and let's go out there which is another a great uh testament to the church is the, the people right. who have bought into the mission mm -hmm. that the mission is bigger than just us it's right. about reaching people and i love that like the teams like from from the parking yep. to kids to the ushers security you know all of it to me is beautiful to see people just saying like, I'm not just coming to church, I'm, I'm gonna be the church and I'm yeah. gonna play my role, I'm right. gonna do my part. Especially kids ministry, how big that is. Oh my goodness. Raising an entire new generation that will understand what this new normal looks like. Right, right. And it's so cool, especially with our kids because they are seeing it's not abnormal for them to have a church experience like this. Like it's not abnormal for them to um, hear stories of not only salvation, but of miraculous healings, of how God's provided, of these crazy stories of people's lives completely being changed. Like that's very normal for our kids to hear. And that is so important for yeah. us, you know? And, and even like the crazy 
times where we had to bounce around from school to school. Yep. Using every single school basically in New Bedford. Right. But everybody's still rallying and yes. being excited and so great. making it work. I miss, I kind of miss those days. I love being here and I love that God has blessed us with this and uh, with this physical building. But there was something that was so unique about the setup and the breakdown and that process of really building a church, like creating an atmosphere for people to find freedom and for people to find Jesus. That yeah. was a pretty that was a pretty special time. Don't yeah. want to go back to it. No. But it was definitely a special time. So how about the fact that we okay, so we're moving around and all of a sudden we were able to first of all, one of the amazing miracles was raising funds oh for a goodness. building. You're right. You know, and yep. I I'll never forget the day that we took an offering to raise funds to say, hey, we're gonna purchase our own place yep. and we're gonna have our own location. And what was the amount that we had it was, said? I'll what never was forget the number. It was, we, we wanted to raise $350,000, right? Yep. We, in one Sunday, we, we raised 438000 That's right. And it was like, <laughs> oh right. my, like, I remember asking Cindy, a bookkeeper, like, are you sure? Like, right. is that really the number? It was crazy. It was unbelievable because we only had like, four or five hundred people at that time. Right. And this is one of the cities that people talk about as like, oh, there's so much poverty, there's so much this, like people, you know, like almost like a dead kind of city. Yeah. And so I remember that next Sunday we did the vision offering and then the next Sunday I got up to do offering and I remember seeing the number and thinking like, man, talk about breaking the back of poverty. Yeah. Like who who would have ever thought that we could have built this building without have ever having to take out loans. Yeah. You know? And then and then get in the building and get it all right. excited. Right. The first building. Right. The first building. <laughs> you know, get all excited and then come to find out we can't build there because the state says we don't that's a that's an area that was like reserved right. for a specific mm -hmm. fishing industry mm -hmm. and then being stuck with the building <laughs> that right. we own but we can't build on and we were like oh man what are we going to do because we're still fairly new like the people at the church like they knew us but it was what year we year three maybe yeah this was like three and a half yeah three three and a half so we were kind of like oh my gosh we don't have the building but everybody like we pitched in all this money to you know, to raise this money for it. And we wanted to make sure that we had integrity. So, yeah. so we were like, oh man, what are you gonna do? And then the cool part was that when we announced like, hey, you know, some, it fell through with the building. You were so nervous about that. That Sunday morning, you were like, oh my gosh, I have to make this announcement. I'm so scared. And I remember thinking like, and I'm, you know, obviously sitting in the front, like cheering you on, like, okay, <laughs> come on, you got this. But you said it and the place erupted. Yeah like with joy and with like expectation and still the certainty like God's gonna come through, it's right. okay. Right. Like we're with you, we're all in this together. And now, and at that point it was almost like, I feel like there was a big transition that happened for us there because it was, it really was like, we are all in this together. Like Absolutely. This, it wasn't just about, um, you know, the pastors or right. anything. Like it was like, this is a joint That's That Sunday morning for me was a staple because it felt like, okay, we're really in this together. Yeah. Because we raised this money, Building fell through, but everybody cheered. They got up and cheered. And <laughs> yeah, standing ovation. God something better for us. <laughs> yeah. And literally we know God did have something better for us. Right. And here we are in this unbelievable place. Right. 48,000 square footage. And what's crazy to me is that, so the, the amount of money that we had raised, but we kept 
adding to it. Right, because people kept people, giving. People this kept was giving. like a solid year yeah, after. Yeah, it was a solid year after. People kept giving. And so we get this building. It was a Shaw's. Yep. And we decide, okay, we're going to renovate it. And the amount of money we, that we end up saving was exactly the amount of money we needed right. to do the build out. Right. So $1.2 million without taking a loan because we had raised all of this money and God tricked us into something bigger. Right. right, in the city. And honestly, like when, you, when we look back at that first building that we bought and we thought like, oh yeah, we would have had to have like 700 services a Sunday. Yeah, like, we would have never fit in that. Like I know. it was almost like God was like, come on, are you serious? Like but, you can do better than that, yeah, you know? Yeah, so cool. I mean, these are, like you said to me before, these are our Bible stories. Yeah. And again, all of the people that have played a role in us being where we are. Right. Like we always say, it takes a village, you know, right. everybody praying, everybody giving, everybody serving. Mm -hmm. um, and branching out into Fall River, like yes. about, what, a year, a year and a half ago? Yeah, it'll be two years in July. Yeah. And how awesome that's been, you know, to, been. to take on this other campus, mm -hmm. you know, and the people there have been so amazing. So it's uh, just embracing, teams. you know, yep. and us being able to really expand our reach in the South Coast region, yep. which we had prayed for because we had changed the name from New Life New Bedford right. to New Life South Coast. Which was a really a prophetic, again, a, a prophetic move, a gutsy move. Like, yeah, we're, we're not just for New Bedford, we're for the South Coast region, yeah. you know. And even when you said that, I, I actually was thinking, we, were, we had a team meeting and you were like, I think we're going to name it New Life South Coast. And me, like the thinker, like I'm such a thinker about things. I'm like, oh boy, we're going to do more of these. Like like the yeah. first like the first built church plant was not enough. And I was like, yeah. I'm so not ready for this. But you had that vision and someone else was like, oh yeah, we're going to take over all of South Coast. And I thought, oh dear Lord, I don't know if I can do this again. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. But how the way that Fall River happened and... And you know, and now it's just so it's so beautiful to see, and we still believe like there's yeah. more campuses, and, and in we're us. still pregnant with more campuses. Yeah, campuses, campuses, not not, not, not people. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it, it, it's just been an incredible ride, and, and to be able to to branch out and, and reach internationally, even yeah. now with you know the the school in Kenya, Honduras, Haiti, yep. uh, Cape Verde. Yeah. You know, I really believe that we will have a campus in Cape Verde. I know you keep line, saying it, it's going to end up happening. <laughs> uh, but above all, like just having that heart for the unchurch, like the church for the unchurch uh, as continues to be like the passion. And I feel like we're just getting started right. in, in all of this, you know. I know. And it's been cool to see, you know, we see so many stories of people um, having radical conversions, like rad being radically saved. And I was praying about it and thinking about it recently, and I thought, man, people have just found true freedom here. Yeah. And not because, and it's not because of the people or anything that we could have done. Like, we couldn't have made this stuff right. up. Like, we could, there's, we're not that smart. Right. This was all through the power of the Holy Spirit yeah. and through the work of the people, you right. know, because you can't have one without the other. Because a lot of times we'll just say, people will say like, oh, like you say all the time, we're doing this for God. Well, you're doing it for God, but you are also doing it for people. Right. So you can't, you, they, they work in tandem. Absolutely. It's faith and works, you know. And so having that, um, the power of the Holy Spirit and the work of the people and people truly finding freedom, yeah. you know, from themselves, from addictions, from depression, from suicidal thoughts, from um, divorce. Like yeah. there's so many things like the stories yeah. of restoration 
have been incredible. And it's, again, it's not, these people have had restoration without going to counselors, without medication, right. through the power of Jesus, through the power of community. Yeah. And it has been beautiful. And, you know, when we think about it, it's like, man, that's what, that's why we did this. Like, that's yeah. what we came here for. And that is the, the new normal that we always believe for yep. and still believe in for. Yeah. And we know that the best is still yet to come. So, Always. Happy Stays seven. Happy seven.